said adulthood was boring, listen, the stories I have for you, you would wish it was just a show. I have experienced so many things and adulthood can be very entertaining if you live it correctly. Meaning you talk to strangers, you slap a hobo, you figure out who you are and how to be who you need to be. In this episode, we gonna laugh, we're gonna talk and we're gonna share some experiences where the goal is to adjust our crown, get our edges growing and sip on some healing tea of what we call adulthood so that we can become the greatest version of ourselves. Let's tap on in. Beautiful people, y'all listen, it is early for me. I am up. I had some things to get done. So (laughs) it's so funny when I record at certain times the energy that you get. You know, like my voice is still a little raspy, <laughs> just a little raspy, but um, I'm kind of happy with how I'm recording today and the topic and the reason being is because I'm debunking a mindset that I think came to me, whether I wanted it or not, it kind of just laid in my, my energy and that is this energy of perfection. I'm talking about I got to be, I need to be, I have to be this way. And if I'm not, then I'm not perfect. So before I dive, 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 dive in, I hope you're feeling good. (laughs) I hope you're feeling great. I hope that, you know, when we wake up, I know like sometimes we'll grab our phones and it's like we're checking to see if we got any validation from Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. But it would be nice if we could just, you know, we wake up and we're just calm. You know, we, we center ourselves and, you know, we kind of just sit for a second. Like this morning, oh, excuse me, this morning I had um, some things I had to do, like I told you. So I kind of just like jumped up. I got my bed together. I made me some tea. I journaled, you know, I stretched a little bit, a little, little bit. And now I'm just up and I'm like, let me record this podcast because now I'm in a energy of movement, right? And as I was journaling, something came to me how there was this point in my life where around my 30th birthday, I met this guy and we had this amazing spiritual experience. And I'm forever grateful for him for that because he helped me experience something that I had not experienced, but I knew I was capable of. And in that experience, um, I journaled like 11 page. I just kept writing because he said, after this experience, you want to journal whatever comes to you, you journal it. And early this, like this morning, I found like I had the paper that I had wrote uh, around my 30th birthday, whatever I journaled, I wrote it on a piece of paper and I wanted to transfer it into my journaling book. And I was like, you know what? I'm up right now. It's on my mind. Let me put it in my journaling book. And today I finished it. And as I finished it, my I noticed certain things in my mind were different and similar from when I wrote it last year versus me rewriting it this year. And something hit me like, Shayla, you have this obsession. And I'm going to say obsession and I'm going to explain why. I have this obsession with perfection. Um, now, why do I say perfection? I mean, obsession and not just this 
idea or this way with perfection. I say obsession because when things are really not in order, I really do not function well. When the foundation is shaky in anything, it rocks my whole energy. My whole mindset is messed up. I'm irritable. Um, I feel like I'm like malfunctioning. And I had to really ask myself, like, where did that come from? And I noticed having that perfectionist mindset, it started to, or at least I started to realize, you know, that it started to leak into other parts of my life. I wouldn't complete things because of my high levels of needing it to be perfect. If I saw a a slight issue, I don't care what it was, I would stop. If I seen something out of order, I would stop. I didn't really see things as, okay, well, it's not right. I can still keep going. I'll fix it as I go. It was like, it's not right. Why is it not right? It should be right. It's me doing it. I know what I'm doing. And I didn't really understand, like, why am I obsessed with this perfection? And I remember being in high school. People said, like, you're judgy. Like, you think you're perfect. And I would always be like, I don't think I'm perfect. And then (laughs) I set my tail down one day. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I do think I'm perfect. I do believe that I'm supposed to be perfect. I do believe that I'm supposed to be this way. I do believe that I'm supposed to speak this way, that things are supposed to happen a certain way. And if they don't, wouldn't something is wrong. Therefore, I'm wrong. And as I was writing or rewriting what I wrote on my 30th birthday due to that spiritual experience, I realized That perfectionism came on me due to my upbringing. I felt this energy of condition, conditional love, conditional respect, conditional attention. Things always seemed conditional for me in my mind, where it was like, if I did this good, I would get this response. If I did this wrong, I would get this response. I like how I feel when I do this because it makes me feel good. So the goal is to keep doing things that make me feel good. Now, to me, that's logical. I didn't see that as a problem until a parent started to make me feel like it didn't matter what you did. You were not it. You were just, you're not it for me. And that is when my mind started to play tricks on me because it was like, okay, wait, but I did good and I'm still getting a negative response. I did write, but I'm still being labeled as wrong. So if that's the case, maybe it's really just me. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I need to be perfect. If I was perfect, then there would be nothing to complain about. So the mindset literally came on me. It wasn't like I woke up and was like, I need this to be perfect. It was like the actions that I was displaying wasn't feeding me the reaction I felt like I deserved. You get what I'm saying? You do something good or you do something that's positive, you think you're going to get a positive outcome. But I kept getting a negative outcome from this parent of mine. And I started to believe, well, I must be a problem. And in order for me to do good, I must have to be perfect. And what does perfect mean? Don't have any problems with your parents. Don't back talk. Do your homework. Come home. Do this and that and, that and all of that. And I recently, as an adult, yeah, as an adult, because, you know, when you get older, you're able to 
uh, process easier or better. You're able to understand things. Your mind is more open and exposed to things. So you see things differently, a little bit clearer. I was able to realize that I would meet people who I felt were not on my level. And I'm going to be honest with you. I felt like they were not on my level. I felt like they didn't know what I knew. I felt like they didn't have the gift that I had. They didn't have the, the, the charisma, the charm, the energy like me, but they were further than me. They were doing things in purpose. They were doing things on purpose. They were doing things that complimented them. They were riding or walking and running their race. They were in their lane. And it bothered me. Oh, it bothered me. It bothered me because I was like, this person is not perfect. So how are they propelling? How are they moving? How are they still doing what they need to do? And then it hit me literally this morning while I was finishing my journal. It's not about perfect. It's about how I view me. It's about, can I work with what I have? If I work with what I have and I redefine what perfect look like, well, then I can be perfect for me. And maybe the reason why these people are, you know, excelling in life is because they find themselves perfect for them. I found out that this whole idea of being perfect can cause a person to stop just stop and what do I mean by that we live in a world where self-help is like a billion dollar industry if I can get you to feel low uh in disarray lack of self lack of understanding lack of acceptance you will go right. I mean, you will go buy a book. You will go to a retreat. You will go find some help. And the goal is all of these retreats, these books, this help is supposed to get you to this concept of I can possibly be perfect. I can possibly create a space where I just thrive. The problem with that is when you come down into your reality, when you have to go back into you, you realize that rush fades and now you have to pump yourself up but now you don't have that that force that that charge right so then you start to feel like well I can't be perfect if I'm feeling like this I can't be perfect if if these are my thoughts and these are my actions and I realized that perfect doesn't mean what we think it means I think that we believe that perfect is flawless I think that we feel like perfect is no blemishes Right? Like everything is just even tone, even skin, tight, just beautiful, just pleasing to the eye, acceptable in the viewing of it. The aesthetics are pleasing. But the reality is, perfect just means complete. What's complete to me may not be complete to you, but it's perfect because it's complete to me. When you redefine what perfect looks like to you, it creates a space where you stop trying to compete with this concept that they have put on us. That if you feel sad, you're, you're not perfect. Well, that's an emotion. I'm feeling an emotion, which means I'm able to feel. I feel complete in this emotion of sadness. 
I feel complete in this emotion of grief, of boredom, of, of laziness. I think that we live in a world where it makes it seem like if you feel anything of a negativity and these negativities are just feelings, then we're wrong. We're not complete. We're not perfect. We're out of order. We're out of alignment. And they want to rush you out of just feeling. They want you to be plastic and fake and a robot. You can't feel that. You're angry. Hurry up and get out of your anger. Hurry up and go back to being happy. When the reality is, but this is what makes me me. This is what makes me feel. It's good that I can show you a facet of emotions and a, 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 a rainbow of different energies that you can feel from me. That means that I'm, I'm functioning properly. No? If I was just one way all the time, when you question, is that, is that right? See, if we actually met a person who was perfect, we would probably think they're wrong. Isn't that funny? If we met a person who was always happy, always on point, always doing it, always knew the answers, just one bow, 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 we would think something is wrong with this person. We wouldn't even be able to accept it as quote unquote perfect. But isn't it funny when we go to these retreats, we read these books, there's a level of detachment from us and the person who's pouring into us that we start to believe that they must be perfect for them to write this book, for them to be able to gather people, for them to be able to uh, speak to people. They must be perfect because an imperfect person can't do that, right? We start to believe an imperfect person can't or possibly is not capable of gathering and healing and restoring. You're not perfect. So how are you able to do such things? The reality is, perfect is self-acceptance. If you can self-accept where you are, who you are, your life, where it is, where it's going, where it's been, that's perfect. When you can feel yourself in your authenticity, that's perfect. It's not about the aesthetics. It's about the heart. When you do the shadow work and you're crying, that moment is perfect. When you're feeling lost, even, that moment is perfect. Because in that lostness, you, you do what? You usually are questioning things. And questioning usually leads to answers, which leads to solutions. I feel as though my obsession with wanting to be perfect has caused me to self-sabotage so many amazing opportunities with people and with myself. I believed that I had to have all the answers. I believed that I couldn't cry on my friend's shoulder because they wouldn't see me as perfect. They would see me as flawed if I showed any tense amount of emotion to them because I felt like they were so used and comfortable to coming to me that if I was able, if I ever were to bear my true feelings and cry and boo-hoo, they would look at me as she was just like me. She ain't perfect. And I wanted to be seen as perfect. I wanted to be seen as perfect so bad and not for the reasons that you may think, not so that everybody can appreciate me and, and all of that. It was because I wanted to debunk this idea that I was a problem. But then I realized that the 
feelings of trying to be perfect, the energy of trying to attain this perfectness made me feel so low when I didn't feel like I reached it. It made me feel like I was wasting more time when I felt like it's slipping through my fingertips. I can recall moments of just being in flow with myself and how I was moving Just being in flow, not looking at what the other person was doing, not competing, not comparing, just flowing. I noticed a difference in my energy. I noticed that when I made mistakes, I wasn't so hard on myself because I started to be like, I can fix that. When I was able to realize that I can make a mistake and still fix it, or I can make a mistake and still show myself compassion and care, that was when I realized this is what perfect is. The ability to see, correct, accept, and move on. Let it go. That's when I realized this is what perfect is. Not, I've never made a mistake. I've never cried around anybody. I've never done this. I've never done that. I've never done this. I've never done that. I'm above you and therefore I am perfect. No, it's I'm complete. I'm complete in me. I have accepted my shortcomings. I've accepted my low moments. I've accepted my flaws. I've accepted my mistakes. I've accepted my happy moments. I've accepted the things that I've thought about deeply that caused me to be so off whack. But I've accepted it. I now know how to process my emotions. I know now when I'm feeling jealous of someone, I can now internalize it and ask myself, well, why am I feeling jealous? Am I being triggered? Well, this person must not be triggering me. There must be something in me that I'm thinking about. I'm able to process. I'm able to ask myself deep questions. I'm able to not feel shame when I run to a friend and I cry with them or cry to them. I'm able to acknowledge that I'm not your punching bag. I don't need to hold everything. And in that realization, in that self-acceptance and self-awareness, I am finding my perfect. Because time, whether we believe it exists or not, there is this energy of speeding up. Things are speeding up. And if we're not careful, we could get stuck And the energy of always trying to be something, always trying to obtain something that we don't do anything at all. And then we wake up one day and that's it. We haven't done anything, achieved anything. Nothing that we claimed that we were going to do has been done. All because we thought it had to look this way. We thought we had to look this way. We thought we had to feel this way. Let me share something with you. I have a business, as some of you know, and I've started this business in 2017. And if you look at my business today, due to my perfectionistic abilities, you would think that I just started a week ago because I kept redoing it, stopping, starting, getting distracted, looking at it. I don't like it. I don't like the labels. I don't like where it's going. I don't like And then I realized one day I just woke up. And I was like, why is everybody doing the same thing I started? When I started, there was not a lot of people doing what I did. Which, if I was wise and I wasn't in perfection mode, I could have been much further now. But I kept nitpicking. Nitpicking. And I nitpicked because I felt like as a child, I was nitpicked. I was nitpicked. So, I nitpicked. 
pick now. I pick and I pick and I poke and I poke and I, I'm like, I don't like it. That's not right. This is, this is, and it takes a vulnerable person and a person who's mature and healed and, and who wants to heal to acknowledge. I do this because it was done to me and I don't want to do it anymore. So how do we not do it anymore? We accept us. I have to literally relearn myself. Because there were things that were instilled in me subconsciously and consciously that really stifled me. That made me feel like I was really incapable of doing things. And it didn't matter how many people said you could do it. It didn't matter how many people said you got this. You're capable. You're able. You're willing. I know what's in you. I know that you can. I know. I know. I know. It did not matter how much you beat it into me. There was a foundation that was already planted. And it was now rooting in me and it was now growing in me and it was now blossoming in me. And in order for me to cut it down, what I did was in the beginning, I was just picking the, 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 um, the petals of the flowers that was inside of me. I was picking them. But now I'm like, okay, I need to pull it from the root. I need to go to the root of this so that it doesn't keep growing inside of me. Because if I really see myself obtaining a certain life, I have to change this mindset. I have to stop being in competition with people who don't even know me like that. (laughs) I have to stop feeling like if I start, I have to start like this and it has to be perfect. Leave room for mistakes and don't even look at them as mistakes. Don't look at them as errors. Just leave room. Leave room for whatever's going to happen. And if I'm not comfortable with it, then adjust it. But don't don't try to make it so this that it never becomes that. If you're dealing with this energy like I have, I want to leave you with something. I want you to question your flaws. I want you to question who made you feel like you had to pick at yourself. Pick at other people. I want you to tap your body and find that energy and and question it. And once you question it, I want you to wait for the answer because the answer will come. And when that answer comes, I want you to really think about that answer and ask yourself, does this make sense? Is this really worth me not obtaining the things that I want? Is this really the route that I want to take? And if the answer is no, don't get upset. Show yourself compassion and be like, I, I, I forgive myself. Not, don't even apologize. I forgive myself for allowing myself to believe that I had to be perfect in the eyes of everyone. And I now walk the line of I'm perfect for me. And each and every day I choose to do what makes me feel good so that each movement that makes me feel good debunks the lies that I am incapable undeserving not ready it's not ready it's not done it's this so breathe into this energy because it is a strong energy and sometimes it could take over you like it took over me but know this and believe this you are capable of breaking it because the cycle can always end with you even though it didn't start with you once you become aware and knowledgeable you now have some work to do Until next time.
I know, I know you enjoyed that episode. I know it was good. I know it was good. But listen, it don't have to end. You can still follow me on Instagram at Sips with Shay. And you can see this face on YouTube at Sips with Shay. Until next time, go be great and do you, boo. You got this.